The best weekend in NFL football all year, I've said it for a long time, is wild card weekend. And so far, this year has not let us down. Two overtime games so far. Uh, we're actually recording this as Seattle and Philadelphia are getting ready to start right now. As a matter of fact, I'm watching it on my TV. Okay, but two wild games so far this weekend are upset, uh, come from behind win, and... Could it be the end of the Patriots dynasty? Welcome to the final score again this week. It is January the 5th, 2020. First episode of the of the new decade. I'll say it like that. Nice. With me as always. <laughs> He's mobile again this week. I'm always mobile, man. How many stadiums have you drawn? It's Lynn Bryant. How many stadiums have you have you drove okay. by today? FedEx Field. Yeah. What's the MNT Bank Center? What's the Ravens? MNT Bank? Yeah, I think that's right. Lincoln Financial, and in about an hour or so, Matt Mike. So, he, Lynn's, getting, Lynn's getting the tour today. Yeah, uh, the Lincoln Financial was busy when I went past it. I'm sure it was. Sure it was. Uh, so, wild, wild card weekend. We'll get to that in a few minutes. But before we do that, we, we were not, you know, because of the holidays, we didn't do a show last week to recap uh, the final week of the season, which... You know, everybody knows how that went. Well, playoffs are set, were set, but one of the annual things that goes on at the end of the NFL season is Black Monday. And Black Monday got off to a early start, Black Sunday night, as the first coach to be let go, Freddie Kitchens from the uh, Cleveland Browns, which was no surprise to anybody. Uh, but... You know, with that team, and he lost the locker room. I, I really don't think he – I think he's, he was in over his head from the start. Baker Mayfield wanted to be head coach with no really – not a whole lot of coordinator experience. They move him to head coach. And there was, there was a Where lot of – Where did he come from? What coaching position did he have? Well, I think he was like a quarterback's coach or something below – he wasn't even the offensive coordinator uh, for the okay. Browns when That's they brought him up. Jump. Yeah, that's, that's yeah, a really that's a big, big jump. jump. And I, I think it's, you know, with the, that locker room, oh, we might have a might have a turnover early in this Seahawks game. No. Okay. Uh, but with the, the, the egos that were on that team, a lot of talent, but a lot of egos too, I think he was in over his head. So, you know, after one year he was let go. The first, he had talent too. He had oh, talent. Oh yeah, well, and, and you know, and there's a lot of stuff. Whatever. There's a lot of stuff that I, I hear out of there. Uh, a lot of talk about the uh, the offensive coordinator for the Browns was also, you know, the players were saying, "Come get me, come get me." You know, we want out of here. Yeah. Well, the offensive coordinator was also telling uh, telling teams that how messed up. How messed up these uh, the team was. Uh, Kitchens wouldn't let his offensive coordinator call the plays, and uh, well, what, what's the point of a coordinator then? Exactly, I don't know what the point is, but uh, you know, it sounds like there was a lot of lot of crap going on in Cleveland, and uh, probably best that Kitchens is out of there right now. 
the also New York Giants, they they part ways with their coach Pat Shermer. Um, who else was it? He's interviewing for um, OC at the Redskins. Yeah. Pat Shermer. See those rumors. Yeah, and of course, let's see who else was let go. Let's see the uh, Ron Rivera earlier with the Panthers. Well, Ron Rivera's been gone for a while, which of course and he's already found a job. He's already out of the unemployment line. He's the new head coach for the Washington Redskins, which we yeah. talked about this before. Uh, I think it's a good move. For the Redskins, I think this, you know, you've got a, you've got an established head coach. He was a two-time NFL coach of the year, uh, carried the Panthers to the Super Bowl. And, you know, to tell you the truth, and we talked about this too before, with no starting quarterback in, I don't know, and, and the Panthers didn't have a good backup. He started off good, but once they people got film on on. On Allen, that that was he was yeah, a done deal. Out. He was a done yeah. deal. Uh, so, you know, can I say he got a raw deal, in Carolina? No, because I think it was the year before they were kind of saying, you know, well, he's 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 not going to be here for the long. New, the new owner, the new owner wanted his own yeah, guy. Tapper wanted did not pick Rivera. So yeah, yeah. Tapper wanted to get his. Uh, his own brand of, of football that he wanted to make it his team now, and uh, that was a way of doing that with getting rid of Rivera. So now Rivera is in. Oh, 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 oh. what's going to happen here? Paper MVP. Paper MVP just pitched the ball back to nobody. Uh, I don't know what was going on there. He running back saying it was his fault. So. <laughs> He avoided it, though. He actually threw the ball out of bounds. I mean, it was not even – it went – oh, yeah, it went right through the running back's hands. So. But uh, – so, somebody – who are the other teams that, that – the Cowboys, the Cowboys are still – are still – technically, technically, Jason Garrett is still the, the coach, I think, till his contract runs out in January the 14th, and I don't think he's going to be fired. It's just going to be – a parting of the ways, uh, and there's already talk about the Cowboys are actually. I heard this today, testing to see if Lincoln how how interested Lincoln right. Riley would be in in the in the Cowboys job. Um, As Oklahoma coach, right? Yeah, Oklahoma's coach, former okay. ECU, former East Carolina offensive coordinator. Uh, yeah, wow. Yeah. So. I, do I don't I, think he's going to want to leave Oklahoma, does he? I wouldn't thing, think so. You know, I don't see, and I may be totally wrong, because I, I like to admit it, he's a, he's a brilliant offensive mind, no doubt about it. I just don't see him as a NFL coach, and I may be totally wrong, but I just don't get that vibe from him. Uh, but, you know, like I said, I could be totally wrong on that. Um, but I yeah, agree, yeah. Oh, Wow. And, and they're going to interview Marvin Lewis. Yeah, Mar- Marvin Lewis, and, and we talked earlier too. Um, my thing with Marvin Lewis, he couldn't control the locker room in Cincinnati any of the time he was there. So, what makes you think he's going to be able to do that with your with your team? Any of these teams that are interviewing? I don't know. Uh, put him in. Do I have a problem with him as a defense coordinator? No, but that's just like. Freddie Kitchens, uh, not as bad as Freddie Kitchens, but that's just like him. Uh, 
being in over his head, being a good coordinator, and not a not, can't handle being a coach. So uh, I I wouldn't go down that. If I was a team, Marvin Lewis, I would not I would not be in be looking at him after, just just because of that. You can't can't say he wasn't a great coordinator, but as far as controlling the team, no, I don't think so. Uh, so back to Rivera real quick. I like Rivera as a tough coach because he already removed the ping pong table. Yeah. And like some shuffleboard game yeah. from the Redskins locker room. They don't need that crap there. Yeah, and also he did not hesitate to start hiring for his staff, uh, hiring former NFL head People coach and him. defensive coordinator Jack Del Rio, which I think was a good hire for the, uh, for the Redskins. So I think it's going to be – uh, it's a big, big step in the right direction for the Redskins right now. Three game improvement next year. Six and ten. You think so? Yep. Three game improvement. Okay. Okay. And then plus Six you, and ten. You've got the number two pit, which we'll talk about the draft order uh, later on in Late, the show. Yeah. We'll talk about that. Uh, the top five, at least, we'll talk about that. Who's got and who needs what. But, uh, of course. Let's talk about Wild Card Weekend. Uh, yesterday. Now, wow. both of these games. Before you... Both of these games, you know, these were uh, these have all been close games. The three so far have been close. Like I said, two have gone into overtime. One was a one-point lead late in the game, which I, I will talk about that last play uh, for a while because uh, that was that was that was we pretty. Should have gone down. Oh shoot. I would have gone in. Anyway, we'll get to that in a minute. We'll get to that in a minute. Uh, for the lead off with Buffalo and Houston. Now, uh, I thought Houston would have this game, no doubt. I didn't think Buffalo's offense, I thought they they were struggling. But, you know, Buffalo came out with trick plays the first drive. I mean, and, and Josh Allen breaks a 40-yard run. Then catches a touchdown pass. I mean, how many times do you see your quarterback do break a forty-yard run, throw the ball, and then catch yeah. a touchdown pass? And they—they they are, you know, Buffalo yeah, was special as close as you can get, right? Yeah, Buffalo yeah, was was. I mean, you could do no wrong for the first half, sixteen yeah. to nothing, and then or thirteen to nothing. I'll put it this way: thirteen to nothing, and then of course. You also, J.J. Watt comes back from a, what was said to be a season-ending injury and comes back for this game. And you wondered how much of an impact he will make. Well, I'm here to tell you he made a great impact because they turned the ball over on their side of the field. And you look up, and you know, you know they're probably going to get, you know they're going to get at least three that's all. The best you could hope for was holding them to three. So, uh, third down play, J.J. Watt gets the sack, and all of a sudden, the whole complex—it's one of those moments you could feel the whole complexion. The whole complexion yeah. of that game changed. Now Buffalo kicked the field goal to make it sixteen to nothing, but the very next drive, you look and and here comes the the Texans. Deshaun Watson starts catching fire. Gets a touchdown. They get a touchdown. Go for two. Cut it to to a sixteen to eight. They end up scoring nineteen points straight. For Buffalo, near the end, gets a field goal to send it in overtime. Now, 
I will say this. Now, Josh Allen, as much as they talked about his poise during that game, the later the game went, the more you saw that he was an inexperienced first time in the playoff quarterback. The the run. Hey, did you see what? Yeah. Go ahead. The run he broke, and then yeah. to getting with a minute left in the game. Now this is not close to the end of the game. A minute left in the game, he breaks a run to midfield, and then tries to lateral the ball while he's getting taken down. To the Ooh. guy, the guy wasn't even ready for it, and that could have been the end right there. But you know, luckily the for the for the Bills, uh, the tight end for the Bills tapped the ball out of bounds. And they do end up going down and kicking a field goal to tie it up. But, uh, wow. you know, taking us, you know, in the overtime, it was back and forth. But, you know, Allen takes a sack and and gets them out of, I don't know if they were, they were close to field goal range, but it get, takes them out of field goal range. And then you're, uh, you know, you look and, and the play of the game, though, Deshaun Watson. The Watson play, yep, there you go. Oh my gosh! Get two guys. Two one guy blitzing. Right. One guy blitz, blitzing, right. <laughs> coming as hard as he could, hits him. Then the other guy hits him as he spins. He spins out of it, hits his running back for a big game, which set up uh, the field goal at the end to win it. But you know that right there is one of those plays you're going to remember for a long time because these guys had him, like you said, they had him dead to right, and he did. He either looked, one of them should have got him. Yeah, I don't I mean, understand. Both of them popped him, and I mean, both of them got solid hits on him. But he did not go down, and they get the 22-19 win. Ah, uh, ooh. Yeah, that was I can't see. I don't know. Yeah, Seattle is, uh, has drove down the field, but uh, fourth and nine play, and they uh, they failed to get the first down, so they're going to kick they the field. They went for it on fourth and nine? No, no. Oh, it was no, third okay. and nine, but. Uh, All right. Yeah, it looked like it was incidental contact, though, because these guys got their legs tangled up with each other. I don't know. I don't know about that, though. It, did, it, looked, it looked a lot worse on the instant replay. But they're attempting a field goal now. Let's see. Blocked. Wow. So, Philly's got some momentum. Uh, paper MVP might be able to do something. All right, so that game, but the second game of the night was most interesting because people called oh, me yeah. keep people called me crazy the week before, and we haven't talked about this. Called me crazy the week before for picking the Dolphins to beat the Patriots, which everybody knows now. The Dolphins did beat the Patriots and uh, cost the Patriots a first round bye. Uh, <laughs> and and that, that was the first time that the the Patriots have had to play in the first round, play in the first week of the playoffs since 2009. Big difference there. You don't get that week off to rest, uh, and and it showed. Uh, and I definitely said when I made my picks this past week, Titans over the Patriots. I said this, you know. I just think the way the Patriots play and the way the and the way the Titans are playing, it's going to be Titans going to win. Titans can run the ball. That's always an Achilles heel for the Patriots. And boy, you know the way it starts out, you know the Patriots come right down the field on them, get a field goal, 
And Brady is getting some pressure on him. I can, you can tell it already that he's, he's getting frustrated. And Brady, you know, in years past, you got Julian Edelman, but you don't have the caliber of weapons that Brady's used to having. Uh, you know, Gronkowski being gone. But Tyson, oh, Edelman had a huge drop at the end of the game. Yeah, he did. He really did. Huge drop. But, you know, the Titans, you say what you want to. Uh, and we have been... Some, I've been one to criticize Ryan Tannehill, but the the first touchdown pass with a guy in his face, he threw it right on the money. This guy looked composed. He threw a bad interception near the end of the game, but uh, Dolphins, you you guys messed up letting this guy go. He was I talked to some Dolphins fans, and they were talking about they were glad to see him uh, him do something where he wasn't running for his life like he was in Miami. But, yeah, you know, and it ends up, but the Patriots come back, take the lead, uh, 10 to 7, and and 13, and then they kick another field goal, it's 13 to 7. So you're thinking, here we go, Patriots are going to do their thing, and uh, the Titans come back behind. Oh, what it was, how many carries did he have? 34 carries, something like that, for, for Henry? Oh, yeah. 100, yeah 182 yards. It was, I mean, he just ran all over the Patriots. And, I, and that's one of the things I said that was going to be a key point was how he did. That makes Tannehill's job a lot easier when you've got a guy like Henry running the ball. Let's see. Tannehill threw for like, what, 80 yards? 72 yards. He only threw the ball 15 oh, times. There's 72 yards and you want a playoff game. That's yeah. crazy. 34 carries for Henry, 182 yards and a touchdown. So I mean, when you got you got seventy two yards passing. Wow! And you won a playoff game against the Patriots on the road at Foxborough. So yeah, that's just crazy. <laughs> the Patriots fall twenty thirteen, and the most fitting thing, you know, all the talk going into this game was could this be Tom Brady's last game as a Patriot? Um, I doubt it. You know, there's a lot of talk. There's a lot of talk with Josh McDaniels. Is he's taken a lot of interviews because he knows. There's a, the rumor is he knows there's a quarterback change coming, and it makes you kind of wonder because Brady Brady's demeanor after at that press conference was one of uncertainty. Was one of. Well, he's a free agent, right? He is the fr- a free agent for the first time in his career, and he's he pretty much said it is what it is. You know, it will be what it will be. Uh, a lot of talk about he's not going to give the Patriots the hometown discount. Uh, okay. His wife makes fifty million a year. That's true, but Giselle. you know he's. will make fifty million a year. They don't need the money. I don't think. You know, maybe I, he's tired of being there. Maybe he, he, he might just be looking challenge. for a change. Uh, he did say yeah. it's highly doubtful that he'll retire. So he, if he plays, oh, it's going to look so weird him playing somewhere else. It's like, going to be with the some, Chargers. Yeah, it's going to be with somebody. I mean, Chargers. It, I'm not, yeah, there's a lot of teams out there that that could. Uh, Tampa Bay. 
I mean, Winston may oh, not come back. So, uh, let me tell you this about Tampa Bay. And we Miami. Didn't, we we didn't, tons of people. We didn't get to talk about it last week, but the the Jameis Winston turnover meter was in full effect. And, you know, I think it was three more interceptions. So 30 and 30, right? He made the 30-30, the initial member of the 30-30 club. And it, but, you know, to hear him talk at the press conference and to hear Bruce Arians talk, and now Bruce Arians was one of them that was saying earlier on that, you know, you got to give this guy a chance, you got to give this guy a chance. And now it's totally changed on what Bruce Arians say, saying now. Bruce Arians is saying, you know, you got to look at, could we have won with somebody else? Probably so. Uh, Really? Yeah, yeah. And, wow. But, but, Is he going to get Cam Newton to come down? <laughs> who knows? But you listen to James Winston talk. He said, y'all are not seeing the big picture here. I cut down on these interceptions. I threw for 5,000 yards. Well, you know what? He, the, he said he cut down on the interceptions? If he cut down on these interceptions, oh. this, would be, this would be a great year because I threw for over 5,000 yards. Well, yeah, but, but instant but. Yeah, whatever. Interceptions are a big, big part of the game. You can throw for, let's say you 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 get the ball at the twenty-five. You throw for seventy yards, get the ball to the five-yard line, and throw an interception. What yeah. good is that done? It's just not. padding your stats. It's not about stats. It's about winning and losing. Yeah, stats right. might might help you, but winning and losing is going to help you more, or hinder you more. So yeah, Jameis Winston. I'm not. I'm like. Yeah, I don't think Bruce Arians wants you back next year. I think they they might be going in a different direction. So no Patriots in the Super Bowl, uh, and the last play of the game with the Titans up fourteen to thirteen, the Patriots pin deep. Brady throws a pass. Brady, yeah, Brady throws a pass. You got to go to the ground, man. You got to go to the ground. Who? What? What are some like? What's the interception he needs to go down? You know what? Because there's only a seven point difference. What if he know what? Off the what was, who was the guy? Comes back. What was the guy's name that it threw, that took that back for a touchdown? You remember? I don't know. But Hold maybe on. The Memphis Miracle. Logan Ryan. Now, if I'm not mistaken, and I'm looking this up right now, Logan He's Ryan used to be a a, a Patriot. And there's been a lot of, lot of talk this week back and forth. I'm looking it up right now. But I know he said there was some billboards. But you know what I'm saying, right? Oh, I know he what you're saying. You could have run the clock it. out. Yeah. You only up, yeah. That only puts you up 21-13. And then. Yeah. Uh, they went for two, which was fine to, like, put it out of reach. But something crazy going to happen. Yeah. So, yeah, he uh, was a former. Former Patriot, he signed with Tennessee in 2017, and uh, yeah, that that was just kind of rubbing salt in the wound against his old team. So, uh, yeah. all right, so do you know one more to go? One more to go as far as getting, as, and then I won't care who wins the Super Bowl, but we got one more to get. <laughs> oh, I know who. Yeah, you can kind of wait that next out. week for that. You gotta wait. Yeah, Vikings. Then today's first game, Vikings and the Saints. And honestly, 
I did not think this would be a close game. Shows what I know about this wild, wild card weekend. I thought the Saints would would just kill the Vikings. And I think uh, I think a lot of people thought they, that the Saints would win and this was, might be the Saints' year. But hold on to everything. Captain Kirk is in the building. Oh, my gosh. And Captain Kirk, but, you know, the big difference here, I think, was Dalvin Cook, a healthy Dalvin Cook. 28 carries, 94 yards, and two TDs. And Kamara, Alvin Kamara, as much as we, he as good as he was, but you know you got to think, Kamara, Kamara doesn't really have that that one-two punch like he had when Mark Ingram was there. Yeah, Murray's there, but it's not the same as as it was. Kamara doesn't seem. It seems like they key a lot more on Kamara, but Taysom Hill. Oh my gosh! People were on Facebook saying. Bitch Drew Brees and put Taysom Hill in. I agree. And Taysom you know, Hill was MVP. Taysom Hill had a lot to do with every score. I think he threw a bomb, a 50-yard bomb to set yep. up a score. They got him to the five, yeah. Yeah, then he caught a pass. He caught one. He ran, yep. had a long run to set up a score. Uh, so, and then Drew Brees fumbled on the next play. Yeah, Drew Brees fumbled like near, the, near the, yep. the end. This is like, but, you know. The Saints come back. They were down. It was 20-10 to 10 in the fourth quarter when the Vikings were up. And they come back and tie it up. And it ends up going into overtime. Ooh. There's a lot of a lot of talking going on in the Seattle game right now. Uh, Marshawn Lynch is getting a lot more a lot more of a role than he was last week. And uh, they're, they're, they're getting a little violent out here right now. So... <laughs> Uh, but yeah, you know the, the Saints come back tied up late in the game, send it in overtime, and the Vikings. I think the Vikings got the ball first. They did. Yeah, the Vikings get the ball first, and all this talk that we've had, and we've been the ones to say it. We're not the only ones that, but we have said this a lot. We, matter of fact, I think it was a couple of weeks ago we were talking about it. Captain Kirk cannot does not show up in the big games. He cannot win the big games. Well, guys, I'm here to tell you, Captain Kirk has got that monkey off his back. They win in overtime, another overtime game, 26 to 20. The big help. Now, big pass. He did. He big, yep. big strike. I don't know how long it was, but it was a long pass to Adam Thielen down to about the two yard line that sets up the final score. But now let me go ahead and say this before if you haven't seen seen the highlights, the last touchdown was not without some controversy. Uh but not reviewed by the NFL. There was a push off. Kyle Rudolph catches a touchdown to win the game. But there was What's a push your off. opinion on that? What's your opinion? I didn't see it, so I will say this. Let him play. I will say Let this. Now you, you know, I didn't see the whole game, so I don't know how it's been called all game. But there was definitely his arm was extended when he pushed when he had, was locked up with the guy, and it did create separation. I don't know what you could call pass interference, what they call pass interference, but to me, 
and you may differ you may differ a lot with me to me especially in a play as big as that I think you have to call you have to call that and you when you see it you that you, let, bad. Okay. you know I mean it didn't knock him down but it did create separation enough separation where he was able to make the catch I don't know I always thought pass interference especially when it creates an advantage, when it, your contact creates an advantage, I will say this. I think if it had been the other way around and the, the defensive player had done it, it would have been called. Possibly, yeah. Uh, but, you know, that being said, it was not called and it was not reviewed by the NFL. I, you know, and here's one thing I don't understand. And we'll talk a little bit about this, about the Seattle and San Francisco game last week, the, one of the last plays of that game. Uh, there was definite, uh, in that game, in the San Francisco and Seattle game, there was definite pushing by the defensive player, and it was not reviewed by the NFL. Or said, they say they did later, but it was not brought, announced by the NFL. Uh I don't know what you what you justify you review and you can't review. In the two, in the last two minutes, of course, the coaches cannot challenge. And overtime. And overtime. Yeah, and overtime. You can't. It's all booth, yeah. You can't. You, you just all booth calls. They have to decide that. So how do you not, especially on a scoring play that ends the game or a non-scoring play that when they turn the ball back over, how do you not review that? Maybe they did. We just, I don't know. You know, did people like flood the field and stuff after? I mean, what happened? Well, there, I did see while they were they were interviewing Kyle Rudolph, and I did see a few beers coming down on the field, uh, a few things coming down. So, you know, I'm sure we'll hear about it. New Orleans fans. So will, I heard that. I heard that announcement about stuff being thrown in the field. Is yeah. this a good segue to talk about how we're going to miss Sam Weish and that great? Oh my God! Yes, we have to talk. Can about you that. repeat the line? I'm, Can you repeat the line? Don't ask. Or do you know the line? The, the next time somebody throws the field, point him out. Uh, it was something to the effect, and I know I'm not getting it exactly right. For God's sake, act right. You you don't live in Cleveland. You live in Cincinnati, right? Yeah, <laughs> you don't live in Cleveland. And, you know, and we have to talk about Sam Rice, longtime Cincinnati Bengals coach. Carried the Bengals to a Super Bowl. I think it was uh, the 49ers It was an 88 against 49. Of course, the had the Super Bowl had the Super Bowl won till you know the famous drive by Joe Montana when he hit John Taylor in the end zone. That was after you know I don't know if you've ever heard um, Harris Barton, who was the offensive lineman for the for the 49ers, talking about the start of that drive. Joe Montana, you know, here it is. You're down. 16 to 13 in the biggest game of the year, time running out, and they're in the huddle waiting for the TV to come back. And he looks at Harris Bart and said, "Hey Harris," he said, "Look down there." He said, "John Candy's in the crowd." So I mean, here's this guy. Uh, Put him at ease, right? Yeah, I mean, he is not thinking about thinking about how important this drive is, but he goes right down the field and and takes them to a win. But yeah, Sam Weiss. One of those personalities that you you can't forget, of course, coached with 
the Bengals coached with uh, the Buccaneers after the Bengals had some great Bengal team. Of course, he had the Icky Woods. Uh, everybody remembers the Icky Shuffle. Oh, uh, every, he was course, the quarterback, too. He played for the Redskins. He played for the Redskins. There is a, there is a, uh, there is a clip, an older clip, uh, talking about the Cowboys and the Redskins rivalry. Uh, where one of, when I think uh, not it was George Allen, it got back with the the Redskins and and the Redskins. It really turned the Redskins around, and they're playing the Cowboys. And you hear Sam Weiss on the sidelines. Uh, Talking about a cowboy player that got hurt. Die, you dirty dog, die. So, <laughs> yeah. That was Sam Weiss? That was Sam Weiss. <laughs> yeah, that was Sam Weiss. So, uh, you know, it was sad, sad to hear he had passed away. I did not realize that he was he had been sick, but uh, definitely a big loss uh, to the NFL. Uh, great coach with the Bengals. And, uh, you know, we, we certainly send out our condolences with his family. Uh, hard to lose. Hard to lose anybody any time of the year, but when you lose somebody over the holidays, that makes it even that much much worse. And uh, just uh, rest in peace, Sam Weiss. Uh, also, we have to talk about this. Oh, ho, ho, ho. This could be big here. Carson Wentz is headed to the locker room. Concussion protocol? I, they're not saying... He went in the medical tent. Now he's going to the locker room, but they are Where's not. Where's Nick Foles? Where's Nick Foles? Yeah. <laughs> Call him Where up. is Nick Foles at? Because guess what? Who is it? Nate Sudfeld? Who is it? Guess what? This is. Let's see here. They're showing a replay. Oh, he goes down. He t- he broke a run. Now as he's going down, he's he's planting his his arm and a. Jadavian Clown, he comes over the top and hits him on the shoulder, and that arm, it looks like he kind of hyperextended his elbow. I'm not sure. Throwing arm or? But he also got hit in the head, so that could be, concussion could be it. But they're on defense right now, so, and it was, that was just third down. Uh, Seahawks going to have to either try a field goal or punt right here. Uh, What is it, Nate Sudfield back in the Nate Sudfield, I think. Sunfield. Nate Sunfield. Another former Redskin. Offside. Oh, my gosh. If we have to, and another thing I have to talk about, okay. before we go any further, we've been talking about the referees all year. This, there was just a, a, a no call on offside. The guy was standing, had his Seattle's, or Philadelphia's guy, had his foot across the line of scrimmage when the ball was snapped. Right, and I'm not talking about he was on the end. He was right there at the center. There was no way you could oh, wow. have seen it, and it was not called. But Houston Buffalo yesterday, Buffalo kicks off. The Houston guy catches oh, it in the end oh, zone. <coughs> Excuse yeah. me. Gives up. I mean, holds the ball out in the end zone to the to the referee like he's getting ready to. You know, he's down in it. He's gave himself up. He throws it to the referee. Referee throws his hands back like I'm not touching that. Buffalo picks it up, runs in the end zone. They call it a touchdown. If that play had stood, there would have been a riot because that would have been the difference in the game. And I, what was that well, referee once thinking? Well, the end zone now. But once it goes to the end zone now, the kickoff it's dead unless well, you bring it out. Here's the thing. 
Josh McCown is now is the, going to be the backup, longtime veteran in his seventeenth season. So uh, this could Whoa. be really big right here. Uh, but you know, once the guy in the end zone, he he even did the the little signal they do to his blockers saying he's not coming out, and then caught the ball, held the ball out with one hand to the referee. So you knew he wasn't running, and but immediately. The other referees come over, and it's like they're getting in the crowd going, what the heck are you doing? You're going to get us fired. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. I mean, what is up with these referees? That was just stupidity on that guy's part. I I was like, there's no way you can call that a touchdown. So right now, it is the Seahawks just scored 3-0, and uh, like I said, Josh McCown is coming in the game. So is this going to be another one of those magical moments for the Eagles? Is Josh McCown, Nick Foles, 2.0? Uh, we'll, we'll have to wait. And Carson Wentz never does anything. And here's another thing. I was watching some of the some of the early morning NFL show. Good Lord. Hold up here. Yeah, something was not right there because I'm, I'm sorry to keep doing this, but one of the the Eagles had two receivers split out, and one of them just kept going, going like it. I kept wondering if he was going to line up. He just walked off the field. So if you had that guy in the huddle, isn't that a legal substitution? Uh, too many men in the huddle. Yeah, in the huddle. Yeah. So that didn't get that didn't get called in. They had to call a timeout. I don't know if he they called a timeout because he wasn't. It was he walked off the field and there was two. There was not enough on the field then or what? But it was. Yeah. Something was screwed up there. But what were we talking about? Oh, Carson Wentz this morning on the pregame shows. They they were talking about, and this was not Carson Wentz saying this. This was the announcer saying, can Carson Wentz lead the Eagles on another magical uh, playoff run? Carson Wentz he hasn't lead, yet. Carson Wentz hasn't done one yet. How can he lead them to another one? Nick Foles did everything for that Super Bowl run. Nick Foles yep. got them in the playoffs last year and almost got got them to the NFC Championship game last year. Uh, yeah, so Carson Wentz hasn't done anything. And it looks like here he's not going to do anything here. Uh, we'll, we'll have to keep our eye on it as, as it progresses. Uh, oh, okay. So they're, they're moving the ball, though. They're running the ball a lot. They're not putting the ball in McCown's hands a whole lot. So... We'll keep an eye on that as as everything progresses along. Uh, Carson Wentz, right now, he has not come back on the sidelines, and uh, we'll see how that goes. But let's talk about Lynn. This will be Lynn's favorite, one of Lynn's favorite things here. Uh-oh. The draft order. Yeah. The top five. Well, we'll talk. We'll, we'll talk a little bit more. We'll get into the top ten. Uh, oh, I have a whole draft show. I'm sure. Okay. Yeah, we'll just do the top ten. I don't want to get into. Well, I mean, well, we can't do. It. I'm not worried about that. Number one, of course, is the Bengals. Uh, two and fourteen, and their biggest needs a quarterback, offensive line, linebacker. You know, I think Joe Burrow will be the pick there, no doubt. Uh, so, yeah, they'll be foolish not to pick unless, like I said, unless somebody comes up with a sweet deal 
to get that wants Burrow worse than they do and gives them a lot of draft picks, I would take Burrow with it if I'm the Bengals. And I, I'm a, you know, I'm not a big fan of the Bengals, but they would be stupid not. So Ryan Finley's not the answer. Ryan, fin- or you tell me, Ryan Finley versus Joe Burrow, who would you pick? I'd take Joe Burrow in a heartbeat. Okay, I mean, yeah, you know what? But I don't know if you've seen it or not. But you, if you haven't, you need to look look it up online. Uh, the the offensive line LSU has. Need to look at at, yeah. at them. They had a picture. How of good they are? They had, they had a picture of them in the weight room. Yeah, uh-huh. these guys are huge. That could have a lot to do with Joe Burrow, uh, his success. So he has time to throw it. Uh, yeah, I remember, and I do remember, you know, watching him against uh, Oklahoma, and he had about ten seconds back there where he could bounce around and do anything, and and that that was a total, you know, what seven seven touchdown passes in the first half. So, yeah. Yeah, that was crazy. Yeah, so. Um, number two, of course, the Redskins. Oh, yeah. Now. Thank you. <laughs> I was getting ready to say, who who is the Redskins pick? I know you're already. Chase Young is rated the best player in the draft. So, if you get him two, you get a little value, right? He is a definite, definite stud. Yeah, Wentz is out oh, for a con- Wentz is out for concussion te- test right now. So he could come back. All yeah, right. well, you know, I if, <laughs> it makes you wonder how how who was it who was it last week that got hit and never went out of the game. Oh, if you go into the locker room, you're just usually aren't going to come back. Yeah, it's not good. If you come out from under that blue tent, now he did still have his helmet on. <laughs> or was carrying his helmet with him. So, usually they'll take away your helmet. I'm watching the play again. Oh, yeah, he got... All right, here's the concussion deal. I would think it might be a good chance he's got a concussion because when he went to the ground, Clowney came up from behind, helmet to helmet, hit him on the back of the helmet. Then his helmet, his face mask hit part hit the ground and bounced. So there's a good chance he's got a concussion. Oh. And Josh McCown is not looking too hot right now. He ran he was look running for his life and he looked I know that was not a called run for Josh McCown. This could get ugly. <laughs> but you know what? That was helmet to helmet on Cloudy should have been flagged for that. And as much as they and I've said it and I'll say it again as much as they, as much as they pay attention to these quarterbacks, the hits on these quarterbacks, you know, that that should have been called. So, that's a bad, bad break for for the Eagles right now, because the the Seahawks defense is just teeing off right now. They're just bringing everybody up. <laughs> oh, late flag. Hold on. What we got here? This was a very, very, very late flag. I mean, the guy was down and getting back up when they called this. What's the call? That's the unnecessary roughness, man. Is that late? No, they they called it against the Eagles, so. Um, Illegal block in the back. Uh, so, Chase Young, you know, and I don't know if you saw it this week. Chase Young is a Redskins fan. 
So, yeah. you don't think he's he, from the DC area. Yeah, you don't think he would like to go back, go play for the Redskins? Uh, yeah, he'd be going back home. Yeah. Let's see, number yeah, three. Number three, the Lions. Lions need a cornerback. They need an edge rusher. They need an offensive lineman. So, uh, pretty much, I think what they'll do is the best defensive player that's still there. And, uh, you know, of course, Matt Patricia is defensive-minded. I'm sure he'll go defense with this unless somehow Joe Burrow is still out there. And I, even then, well, Stafford's had some injuries. It might be time to start looking at a quarterback to uh, get Tua three. Tua, now we'll talk about this. Tua is supposed to make his decision, make his announcement tomorrow. So He better come out. You think so? Yeah, he just—I think he's just going to go back and get hurt again. <laughs> well, you know, I, and that—that that may be a tag he's got now. He might be injury prone. So, right. so go ahead and come out. You know, I guess you get your money while you can. So, yeah, number four, the New York Giants. Now, this is interesting. This may not be—you know—the Giants, Giants are, right? Huh? It's the Giants. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. They got an edge rusher. They need an edge rusher. They need defensive back, offensive tackle. I think this, you know, you know, they're looking for a head, new head coach. I think this is probably out of the vacancies. I think this might be the best situation to get into because you got two young guys, two young studs on offense. Um, you know, of course, there was a lot of talk about general manager Dave Gedwin might be gone. Apparently, he's staying. Uh, just because of the two picks he's made the last two years with Saquon, which the Saquon pick was pretty easy. I mean, come on. You can't – I don't think you could have gone wrong with Saquon getting picked. Daniel Jones, now that was a reach, but Daniel Jones has shown he's probably the quarterback of the future. He did, he did pretty good for his rookie year. Um, he's thing, got potential. Yeah, he's got potential. But now, you know, Eli – Eli has pretty much said he's done with the Giants. He's not going to be a backup again. Uh, can he go somewhere and be a starter again? Who do you mean? Who who would he go to where he was a starter? Panthers. Mm. Panthers, Miami, Tampa Bay, uh, Chargers, Patriots. Well, we'll see. That that remain, that would be weird though to see Eli. As a quarterback for the Patriots, wouldn't? It? After he Patriots, he was the quarterback that took them down, especially on right. their their undefeated season, uh, undefeated going into the playoffs. He was the one that took them down. So I don't know. We'll see. Uh, number five, the Giants. You know, I think they could pick anybody at that point, and it would help. I, I wouldn't pick a quarterback or a running back. I pick everything else. Uh, number five is the Dolphins. Of course, they need a quarterback. So, outside of Burrow, I don't know who, you know, probably the Herbert kid from, from Oregon, which, you know, he made some questionable decisions in the bowl game, but he still won the game. But his 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 uh, toughness is is probably one of his big things there, and I think he might be an okay quarterback. But the Dolphins have a ton of picks, so – they can get something here and, and just wait till uh, how many first round? Three. Third, they got three first round picks. 
<laughs> so, well, that was from Pittsburgh, right? Yeah. Like number 19 from Pittsburgh. Now, you think about this, though. Now, Minka was a number 11 pick in the draft. We gave up yep. a number 19 pick and got probably one of the best defensive players we've had in a while. Uh, yeah. You know, a guy that made a big difference in the defense this year. So, uh, yeah, I think we, we made out to the good on that. And established play in the first round for for that. I think we did pretty good. Uh, number six, the Chargers. Now, Chargers could be in there for a quarterback. Doesn't don't know the future of Philip Rivers yet. He is a free agent, or will be a free agent officially. So I don't think he's playing the Chargers again. <clears throat> I don't think so. It doesn't sound like it because uh, when they went to clean out their lockers, he was he made his his himself clear. After the get after the last game on Sun on the uh, last Sunday, and then when he cleaned out his locker, usually he'll stick around and talk to the media. He was not there, so uh, yeah, this may be over for for Philip Rivers as a Charger. Uh oh. Okay, Seahawks are driving again across midfield now. Flag on the play though, so it may be maybe coming back. Uh, so there could be a quarterback quarterback in their in their future there i think i think they definitely need uh to start looking if because i don't even know do you have who was his backup uh no idea he played gosh what was his name he played for the for the jabs he was the one that i think he was the one that took eli's place that started that one time that broke eli's streak what's his name jeez no I'll idea i have to look at it Look it up. Uh, number seven, Carolina Panthers, who are trying to... They, they might need a quarterback, too. They might need a quarterback because, you know, you don't know the future of, of Cam Newton. You you don't know what that future is with Carolina. Uh, a lot of talk about some th- places thinking he's going he's gonna to be uh, the next quarterback. Or he's going to be the, a quarterback at the Panthers next. Now they're talking about he may be gone. Um, defensive back, defensive line, offensive line, or, or something. They they need uh, Kyle Allen and Will Greer, Will Greer are not the quarterback of the future. So uh, Kyle Allen is. I know that. So we'll see about uh, Will Greer. Uh, number eight, the Arizona Cardinals. Now, Kyler Murray had an impressive year, you know, for a rookie, especially for a rookie. Uh, did did some good things with Arizona. Is Larry Fitzgerald coming back? Yet that remains no. to be seen. Um, I think he's going to retire. They've got a lot of free agents out here that they've got to get. Larry Fitzgerald's a free agent. Kenyon Drake, DJ Humphreys, and AQ Shipley are free agents. So. Kenyon Drake, I would if I'm them, they just got him from the Dolphins, and as the last two games, I think he's uh he's proven. Yeah, I want to challenge that if I was Seattle. I think he's proven that uh he is a top quality running back, putting up the numbers he has. So number yeah, eight, Jason Johnson's gone. I think. Yeah, I think. Well, I mean, it depends on if they re-sign Kenyon Drake. You know, you don't really have a you might need to take a running back in this first. They're calling for a defense playmaker, offense lineman, or a pass catcher. So, 
I don't know. Running back might be something they need to look into. Jacksonville Jaguars come in at number nine. Surprisingly, they did not fire Doug Maroney or their uh, or their general manager. I thought that was coming when they they actually it was announced that he was being retired. He was being fired, not retired, on Saturday before the last game, which they come out and denied it. And so, evidently, that was was a bad leak. But Jacksonville at number nine. Uh, they need somebody up front on defense. They need a cornerback and an offensive lineman. Um, needs as far as the eye can see. So any, I think, I think they go best talent available. I really do. I think that's what Jacksonville needs right now because I don't think they need to worry about quarterback. I think you got Minshew, you got Foles, depending on. What Minshew does, what does, or what Foles does, I think uh, I think you go with one of them. And rounding out the top ten, Cleveland Browns. I mean, they've got they've got talent. But here's another they question: draft a coach. They need to draft a coach, and they need to draft a GM because Dorsey is gone as well. Dorsey was let go by the uh, Browns, so. Cleaning house with with Cleveland, but you know the egos are still there. So you're going to need you're going to need a coach that can handle this kind of situation, can handle the locker room. But you know who who out there can handle it? I don't know. You know, I think, a, and I know he's not coming back, but a, somebody like a Bill Parcells would be Bob good. Coughlin. Coughlin, you know, I don't think he's coming back. I mean, he was let go as in his title of whatever the Jaguars had him as. So I don't think he's coming back. I really don't. I think he's done with football. Maybe he'll take a maybe he'll take Booger McFarland's place in Monday Night Football. Gosh, no! Somebody needs to. Did you hear him yesterday? I love what. No, but I love that you posting that stuff. Go ahead, tell us about it. Oh my gosh, Booger McFarland! You know, one of the things was talking about Captain Obvious. <laughs> talking about what was it? The play call where they called this, and then they threw a pass. There was a pass. There was something on pass. It was something so simple. He explained it like you would to a a peewee league football team. It was like on that. I was like, what is he talking about? But then your example, your example was if you're down twenty to thirteen with no time on the clock, you're gonna lose the game. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, so, stuff like that. But he 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 doesn't evidently ABC football or the, whoever is is talking to him in his headset. And I know there's got to be a fact checker talking in his headset or somebody that's cluing him in on what yeah. he's saying. Uh, Comparing, will he be back next year? I didn't think he would be back this year, but they did take his crane away this year, so maybe they'll they'll just take him away this year. That stupid crane, crane he had going, going up and down the sideline was the dumbest thing I've ever seen, and got in the way of a lot of people paying to be there. Yeah, I don't know what made ABC think or ESPN, ABC, whoever, what made them think that was a good idea. 
But anyway, one of the things, he, you know, this is a guy that's supposed to be knowledgeable about sports, knowledgeable about sports history. If you're going to be on a, a play-by-play crew, you need to be knowledgeable about stuff. He, this is not the first time he's got stuff wrong. But yesterday, talking about the running back for Buffalo Singletary, comparing him to, and you know, comparing him to, he said, you know, he reminds me of a guy that used to, Used to play for the Jets, running back for the Jets. Joe Morris, long time running back for the Jets. Joe Morris was a giant. Oh. Idiot. You can't. Hey, I mean, I know people make mistakes, but he makes a lot of them. He's just not. The only thing that could have been worse if Jason Witten had come back for that one game. I am hoping, and I think, and I have to, I have to mention this guy before we finish the show. Because he may have played in his last game last Sunday as well. Uh, Carolina Panthers tight end Greg Olson. Uh, class act, up and down. Carolina got a bargain when they got him from Chicago. Uh, you know, just been a great Carolina Panther. A lot of talk about this is his. This has been his last year. I'm hoping and praying. I don't know if you've ever heard him up in the booth. when He, he did a few games when he was out. Injured. He was really good. You know, I'm not. I don't know if he's Tony Romo good, but he was he was pretty good up there, and I think he would be a good addition to the Monday Night Football crew and take Booger out of there. But you know, whether or not that remains to be seen, whether it is, what his plans are with football, um, and it was something else I was going to tell you too. I'll tell you, I'll give the Eagles. There's more flags in this game. Then a little, bit, and this is probably gonna be rough in the passer. Oh, third and fourteen, the play started, and I, you know, all of a sudden a flag comes up after an incomplete pass, delay a game on see on Seattle. Wow, wow. There's been, I'll tell you what, this drive alone there's been like four flags already, and they're at midfield. Five, there's been five on the on the Seahawks. So far, and we're in the what second quarter for a play that was blown dead. That sure took a long, long time. Wow, <laughs> wow. So, is there anything else we we didn't talk about? Um, I I can do a ding from football. I want to mention something about um, David Stern. I oh, used yeah. to love the NBA. Uh, the Chicago Bulls, Michael Jordan, and David Stern was the one constant for 30 years for the NBA. And what he did for them, you know, was just, I mean, he brought them from, like, nowhere to, like, a powerhouse. So, David Stern. Yeah, David Stern passed away, uh, I believe it was, was it, was it the day after Christmas, or a couple of days after Christmas? Uh, had been fighting yeah. for a while with an illness. But, like you said, you know, and to see the 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 current NBA players on Twitter come out and put all these tributes to him, and a lot of them put their a lot some of them that were drafted when he was still there put their pictures when he he went to uh, when they were called up on stage and talking about how important he was, and to hear the veterans come out and talk about how important he was because he like you said he turned the NBA into a powerhouse. I mean. In the 80s? They used to have games on tape delay. 
It yeah. would take NBA games yeah. and then play them. <laughs> that is crazy. I can remember and the now, NBA, yeah. NBA playoffs, like you said, when I had, you know, I was a kid, NBA playoffs were, would come on at like 9.30, 9 o'clock, 9.30 on a Friday night on tape delay. And now, yeah. during the season, I I grant you, you probably can't find a night when there's not an NBA game televised somewhere. Uh, not at all. There's no, he's, he's made, you know, of course, the, the players, players had a lot to do with it, but David Stern made the NBA into what it is now, and it has to me. It hasn't been the same with him gone. Uh, you don't like Adam Silver? I'm not a big Adam Silver fan. I'm really not. Uh, he just looks like more of a yes man to me than than anything. Uh, David Stern was not that. You know, you take all the players that David Stern got to bring on stage for that draft. Uh, you know, from Jordan to LeBron. Yeah, so he did uh, thirty years. Definitely, I'm glad you brought him up. I was meaning to bring him up when we were talking about Sam Weish a while ago, but uh, oh my gosh, this is getting ugly. For well, no, turned out pretty good right there. Josh McCow tripped, tripped and fell down trying to give hand the ball off right then, and somehow managed to get it, and they got a first down out of it. Uh, that's crazy. Wow. Let me see if he tripped over. Yeah, his his guard tripped. Um, so still three nothing. Halfway through the second quarter, Seattle's up three nothing, and I'm surprised. It's, you know, Philadelphia's defense is playing pretty good right now. But um, so I'm almost at that life. I, I can tell now. you tonight the entire state building is lit up in green, red, and white for some reason. I don't know why it's those three colors. Is it Christmas? But they constantly change the colors. I mean, but the entire state building's always got different colors, and they're doing green, red, and white. Okay. So, I don't know. I love it. I can see the city, but I'm still like 20 miles away. That's what crazy. Oh, crazy wow. Here's here's an interesting question, and this is I'm looking at a website here. Now let's say Tom Brady goes goes to another team this year. Five teams okay. that Brady could go to. Can you guess which five? Chargers. Teams? All right, that's one of them. Chargers. Panthers. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I don't. Mm, Miami. No. Uh, Chargers. Chargers really? are right. The other Chargers. Two. No Miami. No. No Miami. Wow. Um. Who else? Denver? Denver's got... No. I don't know. Raiders. Okay. No more Derek Parr. Okay. Colts. Uh, I can see it. Okay. Bears. Oh, yeah. And the Titans. No, not Titans. They just I, do don't, I don't see that with the Titans either. I don't see the Titans. How about Tampa Bay? Why would they want to get rid of Jameis Winston if Jameis if Jameis cuts his his interceptions in half? He'll still have fifteen or sixteen, and uh, oh, he's yeah, five thousand so yards. Lynn, <laughs> come on, what do you expect? Last interception. <laughs> exactly, exactly. But you know, Jameis is not worried about that. All, All right. right, so next week we'll be back.
talk and we'll talk about we'll it. We'll do a preview. We'll yeah. do a preview, right? We'll do a preview yeah. of uh, next week's playoff matchups. Uh, yeah, we'll we will update you on this game that's in progress right now. And uh, oh no, three nothing, right? Yeah, Seattle. I'm telling you, the Eagles are holding the ball a lot longer than I thought they would with Josh McCown up here, but. Uh, Anyway, but hey, the XFL starts in February, right? Yes, and I've also and I've got some messages out to some XFL people about possibly coming on and doing a show with us, but uh, haven't heard anything back yet. Hopefully, I'll hear something back. Wow! Training camp actually started last Friday, this past Friday. So uh, I had talked to a. I hope that's the one of the, time. One they the start F- February. Something. Oh, the the week after the Super Bowl, it starts. Yeah, like February seventh or eighth. Yeah. So, uh, we'll definitely try to get some XFL people on here to talk. I'll, I'll be. Well, I'll if be, we get less games to talk about, we can talk more about the XFL too. Well, yeah, we we can start talking about that. I'm talking about who's on what roster and uh, all that stuff like that, but. Uh, Big, we, we've got a big month for interviews, I think, uh, this next week. One, two, three. Three next week. One, two, Jeez. three next, the week after that. And I've got, all together, right now, I'm trying to schedule about 12. So, uh, should wow. be a, Dude, should, you stay busy. Should be a big month for interviews up here as well. We just... Just put on, uh, just put up my interview with former Steelers wide receiver Ernie Mills. That should be online. Also, uh, had a, another chance to get to listen to the interview for Chris Jackie, the former Green Bay Packer Super Bowl winning kicker who played with Favre. And uh, if you haven't listened to that yet, take a listen to that. And of course, we'll have our shows on here. Uh, haven't done on the fly show in a while. I, I, I've been slack on it. I've got to get back in the room. We need to do and nothing a show on that. Nothing but Star Wars. Uh, I think between me and you, we could make that okay. a, a good show. Like so, ranking the eleven Star Wars movies. Yeah, ranking those and just talking about just talking about Star Wars and whatever comes up. And you need to watch Mandalorian. Mandalorian was really good. You know, Josh McCown. One month. Josh McCown just broke a 12-yard run. Oh, wow. They're moving down the field right. now. This could be Nick Foles 2.0. Watch out. Really? No. If they score oh, yeah, a touchdown. I'm ready whenever. You let me know. I will let you know on that. Uh, but, guys, that's going to do it this week for the final score. Lynn, have fun driving through the city. Uh, see how, Thanks, sir. Uh, when, you, when you figure out what the green and, and – what the colors are on the Empire State Building. I think it might be Christmas. I you think that's what it is. Christmas. I think that's but what it is. they change the colors all the time. Well, it so. sounds like Christmas to me, but, you know, we could be wrong. Uh, guys, that's going to do it for this week. Lynn, as always, great talking to you. We'll do it again sometime this week. Uh, no, no holidays coming up soon. Martin Luther King's coming up, but, you know, uh, we'll still be able to squeeze out a show that week. We should be able to. Getting close to the Super Bowl. It's hard to believe it's getting close to the end of the NFL season, but it's for long it's going to be over, and we'll have to talk XFL every week. Uh, that'll be cool. That'll be cool, though. That'll be, be cool. Yeah. Not to have to worry about no football. 
Wow. I'm looking forward to it. I'm going to really have to get into my XFL stuff now, start looking up stuff. But uh, that will be something we talk more about next week and the closer it gets to XFL season. Guys, enjoy the playoff games. We'll be Like we said, we'll be doing our preview for next week, next weekend's games. There's no Patriots out there. Uh, maybe the Ravens will get took down next week. I doubt it, but we'll see. Um, anyway, guys, have a great week, and uh, we'll see you next week on the final score.